This is where the gaslighting gets really good. My nickname around these parts is dead weight. I haven't been considering scissor. I'm prepared to travel in time. We were deep into an Adam Sandler rabbit hole in this podcast. How did that happen? A lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about your favorite movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kirk Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. I'm sorry, I didn't enunciate. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And we're back. It's it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks. Actually, the, the last time we recorded, we were talking about going to Jason's birthday party. Yes, not really a party so, though. So that, or Jason's birthday get together. Yeah, there you go. It was a gathering. A Jason's birthday gathering. Yeah. So that was okay. what, two weeks ago? Three uh, weeks ago? And my birthday was, uh, t- we're recording this today on August 18th, so my birthday was 10 days ago. Yeah, oh my God, that was a long time. Yeah. Hmm. And, and your gathering was fun, Jason. I had a good time. Hey, so did I. Thanks for coming. Now what's the difference? So it wasn't a party, it was a gathering. Uh, I well, like, uh, I... I don't like the term party unless it's been like a planned event at a planned place and there's decorations and there's like coordinating logistics. <laughs> I didn't want to do any of that. I didn't want to clean right. up. I was like, hey, let's just meet up for drinks on my birthday. I like that. Okay. I don't like a so birthday brunch. I don't like that where everyone's like trying to finagle over paying for things. I'd rather just like, come mm-hmm. have a drink. If you want to stay great, you want to go also cool. Like whatever. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't given a party. Well, let's see. Have I? Eh, maybe I did. I, I, I'd be. I don't know. I, I'm reluctant to give a party during the age of social media, which we're living in. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Because you know, like some, like somebody's bound to see like a picture. You know, I did this one time. There was a. I, I know somebody who kept, and I, I, we, I used to like get together with her and a group of people, and she kept posting these pictures of these parties she was having. And I was like, uh, what? Okay. So I finally just wrote to her. I never did this before, but I wrote to her and said, what, what's, what's going on? How, what, am I off your list? And we, we got it. Oh, uh, see, I was trying to figure out yeah. why you wouldn't want a party to be broadcast on social media is because you don't want people to feel left out if they weren't invited and right. vice versa. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. What what did she say? What was her? She she kind of she apologized. She doesn't. She didn't. She didn't. I, I, it something like that. She said, "Oh, well, I'll invite you next time." She said, it was just, oh, just you know, something happened. F- and F you. I, I haven't been I invited. Want to come now. I'll tell you, she got married and didn't invite me. I know that. How <laughs> how close are you to this friend? That's what I would ask. What's that? How close are you to this friend? That's what I would ask. Not not close at all. But she was okay. Then, she then was, what? Well, she's, <laughs> We're getting too close. Uh, she was a fringe festival person, unless you know this. Like some some of the fringe festival people were were closer to than others, but it is kind of a community. So she do was I, part. She I was part of. Know, but anybody listening now who knows her is going to figure out who it is. But she was somebody who was in New York, and like we used to get together. Like all the New York fringe people would get together, you know. And she and so then I would see pictures of you know her home where there's different different fringe people were there. Like uh, and if I wrote to her I was like, "Oh, what's going on? What's uh what's the deal?" See, like I want to I want to I want to hang out with these people too. I 
I am actually going to play devil's advocate here and side with her, whom I don't even know. I don't know the nuance of the situation. I just know I that you. seeing a party on social media and then get up, getting like genuinely upset that you weren't there to the point of like calling someone out. It's like there are a lot of factors in planning where maybe the person would just inadvertently left off the list or maybe it was deliberate like, hey, you know, we're in now we're in a weird time where people are limiting number of people or maybe the the space was limited. Maybe it's like, hey, I know these people are going to get along really well. So I'm trying to curate the 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 uh, experience. There's a lot of reasons why that would happen. Yeah, and she kind of did have reasons like that, and she was like apologetic. She even said it's it would it's, you know it's never going to happen again, you know. So she knew. So I, I do but think she had was, a wedding and didn't invite. Well, you. she wouldn't invite me to the wedding. I don't know her that well. I, I'm I'm just joking about that. Uh, but yeah, so we made up. But All it's I better than me say. being. It happened a couple times. There were there was a couple couple parties before I wrote to her, and I, like I said, I've never done that. But I got to, I just got to a point where I was like. This is getting on my nerves. I, I will also, uh, <laughs> still playing devil's advocate, say, have you invited her to do things? Uh, we, within a group we used to, but it was a long time ago. But I, I'm saying, yeah. are you are you one that has instigated the, like, hey, let's do this gathering and you should come? A long time ago. We, okay. I, okay. I, I think I was, yeah, we used to do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to make sure that, that uh, it wasn't everyone else that was uh, inviting and then you're upset that you're not invited. It's like, well, have you invited anyone to anything? All right. Boy. Sorry. Would you like, I, to, be the, I would you to, like to be the devil's advocate again, Jason? Okay. Please. Sure. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. All I have to say is Sleeping Beauty could have been totally avoided. Huh? Well, because, well, because remember, what the, the hell are you talking about? Got pissed off and cursed the thimble was because they had a big party and her invitation accidentally fell off of the porch. Oh, okay. oh and so she's okay. mad because she didn't get a party invitation. Oh, wow. This is like a story of my life. <laughs> well, you watch out, you turn into Maleficent. All right. I've lost and track. Look how that ended up. <laughs> lost track of the story. I have to watch that. Is that the one with Angelina Jolie? I'm talking about the on? cartoon version. Oh, okay. I think I did see that. The movie version, it was all about a man, of course. <laughs> yes. It always is. A man. Yeah, anyway. so if she's, if she's listening, I'm probably not going to get invited again now. She's like, that's it. And I have a reason not to invite you. It's no longer well, oversight. Do you know who would invite you to their party if they knew you? Black China. Do you have any Black China news? Doing a piece do. of China. 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 I'm talking China. The Black China Report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. Okay, this is a follow-up from the uh, the last article that I read in our, our previous show. Now, this is from uh, this is from Yahoo News. Black China accused of being transphobic after attempting to expose X Taiga. This tweet is exactly the BS behavior that puts black trans women in danger, tweeted a black China critic, which I didn't know that was like a, you know, a, 
a job title, a Black China critic. So Black China recently took to Twitter to air some details about the alleged sexual preferences of former boyfriend Tyga in two brief blasts. Monday afternoon, the social media influencer tweeted, Tyga loves trans, me too, before firing off another tweet imploring the rapper to tell the truth. Many on social media didn't take kindly to what appeared to be China slamming Tyga for his sexual preferences. Am I the only one who sees this as her being transphobic? Asked one Twitter user. Why are you pressing him like it's a bad thing? Because no effing shade at all. My tea girls be eating most of you cis girls up, wrote another user. Oh. And up has a lot of P's. It's, yeah, it's more like up, 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 up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Tyga dates trans women, but this tweet is exactly the BS behavior that puts trans, black trans women in danger when you all out there shaming black men for being attracted to trans women. You, N-word, uh, love to punch down. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say it. Punch down when everyone else is minding their damn business, tweeted Mary Hart, formerly of Entertainment Tonight. People lost- wait, what? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Mary Hart. Tweeted this morning, Kelly, Kelly, uh, Kelly Terrell. People also questioned why China didn't seem as upset about the fact that Tyga began dating Kylie Jenner when she was still very young. Tyga didn't get enough heat for dating underage Kylie, wrote another user. It seems that Tyga has not responded to China's <laughs> assertions, assertions, excuse me, and she has not followed up her tweets with any more information about why she chose to post what she did. The two have a son together, eight-year-old son, uh, King Cairo, and before this, it seemed like they had a cordial relationship. Oh, man, it goes on. But this is not the first time Tyga's alleged sexual preferences have been publicized. Uh, I don't know. We could probably uh, we could probably stop it there. At, at the beginning of the story, you asked a question as if oh, you, it? of all people, don't know the answer. You said, uh, "Black uh, China critic." Uh, you said, I, "I didn't know that was a job." Kurt, oh, I, is this is literally job? what you do. I guess that's my well. I'm not I've, a critic. I'm well, you know I'm a I'm a Black China historian. Yeah. Well, okay. But yeah, well, I like that title for you. <laughs> you, I do like that. I do like that. That's how we'll introduce you from now on. Black China historian, Kurt Fitzpatrick. <laughs> That's me. I might have to change the opening to your segment. Right? Oh. Yeah, I got some new stuff I'm working on. I, I want another <laughs> line in the intro also, and I came up with I came up with a line. Are you, you gonna try and work it into the show in hopes that I, I pull it from audio or uh, are you yeah, or you actually yeah, set yeah, it on a show? Be, um, no, no, I, I, because I, I never brought it up before that I wanted another line in the, in the, uh, <laughs> the opening theme. Okay, but I want it to be. Um, I'm going to say it right now, and I might say it later on. Um, Roger wants to work, so that's my. <laughs> Why do you want that to be your thing? <laughs> this is like, um, uh, oh gosh, what is it on on it's Seinfeld? Just, it works for me. Kramer in the Woody Allen movie with this one line: "These pretzels are making me thirsty." <laughs> Well, Roger wants to work. Yeah, Roger's in this movie, and he wants to work. Oh, so this has to do with the oh. movie. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's in this movie. It's for, in this movie, yeah. For those that don't remember from last episode, or maybe we didn't say it, uh, this week is going to be one of these weeks where one of us doesn't watch the movie, and the other two recap it, and the, and the third tries to figure out, like, what the hell's going on in this movie. Uh, yeah. I opted out of watching it because it was my birthday week, and I was like, I'm not watching this crap. I know, and the thing is, the pressure is on is on less than I. I had to, I had to take like another a second look at this movie because I was like, I better got to remember everything. I deliberately didn't yeah. read the synopsis because I didn't want I didn't want to form 
like a jokey idea of what the premise might be. Uh, so all I know about this uh, Hallmark movie is, is it is called The 27-Hour Day. Yes. And this movie at times felt like it was 27 hours long. <laughs> and I just realized in like launching into that whole thing, like we didn't even talk about the Black China Report, did we? Other than the fact that you are a Black China reporter or historian. Oh, that's right. Know. So yeah, Black, Black yeah. China ap- apologized to the trans community, you know, just apologize. Okay. She has not apologized, right? Yeah, she's... Yeah, I'm sure she will. She probably wants to stretch it out a little bit. Actually, isn't the court case like soon? Probably. When was this? When was this article out? No, this was. Oh, this was a little while ago. April third. Right now, already April April eighteenth. April or August? You mean? You mean August eighteenth? No, it's today. In in our world, it's August eighteenth. But this article is from August third. You had said April. Okay. Oh, sorry. Not April. It's hot out. I tell you, yeah. I'm at. I'm at. No, it, no I, I can't tell the story. Is it human too? <laughs> oh, I feel like Wait, now, what, you what, what, what? now you have to. Now you have to. No. No, my parents. I'm saying my parents. My dad came in and goes, "It's hotter outside than it is inside." It's like, yeah, that's August. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. Slow down on those stories. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to get mad out there. People are going to be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> well, what, 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 what moved slower, that story or the 27-hour day? The 27-hour day. Okay. Look, why don't, you be the, why don't you be the devil's advocate, okay? I, <laughs> <laughs> be the devil's advocate on that story. Okay. I, I love the story. <laughs> I just felt like you felt like it was dragging. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't right. actually. I thought it was concise. Okay. All right, we're ready. The twenty-seven hour day. We only wish there okay. was 20. the sequel is the twenty-eight hour day. There you go. God, Do- wait! Please don't, please don't call a sequel into existence. What to come? Was there okay. anybody in this that we've seen before that w- like a name that we would recognize, like Elisa Chabert or anything like that? Yeah. No, but I recognized, and it might be because I actually know this woman, because she just looked familiar. The woman, there was an interracial couple, and the black yes. woman, okay. the black woman looked familiar to me, and to the point where I think I might know her. Like know her uh, in real life, like from a festival or something. I might know, she just looks so familiar, I don't know, and I, I, I feel like she's, she's just very familiar, but I, who knows? I didn't look up her name or anything, so... There, there's a woman in the show that I'm in now, Clue Live, who is actually in a Hallmark movie coming out this winter. <laughs> is uh, not said, even is when will she be on the show with us? I've talked to her about it, mm-hmm. and I guess closer to the time. It's my friend Bridget. Okay, and so she said that this was a movie that they they shot it in Wisconsin. Oh, and they shot it. She said they shot it over like two and a half weeks. Okay, so yeah, already. oh no, so she'll be she'll she'll be on. I've already I've already talked to her about it. Sweet. Hmm, and then and, th- and then we we got in a conversation about um, Hallmark and Lifetime movies, and I was like, yeah, we have. A, I was like, I have a friend that's in a lot of Lifetime movies, and she goes, oh, Meredith. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
community. Right? Yeah. It does seem like a community. It does seem like a stable of actors. It's like they all know each other. So anyway, let's do this. Okay, Here so we, we start off, right? And mm-hmm. our and of course, she's a Hallmark heroine, so she's very busy. Yes, the, the busiest woman ever. Yes, yes. And she's so busy that she's talking. First they show her talking into a tape recorder, and then they show her talking into an Apple Watch. So, so they went like low-tech, high-tech? Yes. Okay. Well, she she talks to, rather than Alexa, she talks to Sadie. She's called Sadie. Sadie. Okay. Yeah. Slim Sadie. Hold on, someone's knocking on my door. Hello? Do it. Oh, it's okay. I'm, I'm on a podcast. Who is it? They can come okay. on. It's my mom. It's knocking at the door. Well, you're desperate for guests. I just like I like I like <laughs> the unexpected. The I like. This I, happened last night. I'm I'm staying with my parents because I'm helping them out with stuff. And like last night, I'm in the room, and my my dad just starts pounding on the door. And so I told him afterwards. I said, right. Dad, if I'm in the room, I'm doing a podcast or I'm working or something. Don't knock. On, I, I just knocked very gently twice. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. There you go. I'm telling story. You're telling a door knocking story. My husband just knocked on the door. So there you go. Well, people stop knocking on doors. This is a. You know, right. It doesn't happen on. I don't know what. What's a podcast? Marin cereal. I don't hear people knocking on the door on cereal. It doesn't happen to WTF. It doesn't happen to, to Mark Marin. No. Uh, who else? Joe Rogan. No, no one's knocking on. Joe Rogan's door, they probably get arrested. <laughs> Punch in the face. Right. So. All right, here we go. So, so okay, so we find out that, that our very busy heroine, what was it, Lauren? It was Lauren, right? It was, yeah. So Lauren is very busy because she is hoping to get, she's hoping to interview Margaret Darrow, who basically, Jason, is like the Hallmark version of Oprah. Barbara. Okay. Oh, Barbara, Barbara yeah. Darrow. I was wondering. Was basically, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if she was supposed to be like Oprah, because was she a little? Yeah. She a little bit. Oprah would be would be higher, higher status than this woman, wouldn't you think? Or maybe not. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. But this woman, because it was like a re- Jason, it was like a regal black woman. Because and what Lauren mm-hmm. says is she wanted to get on this book tour because she says that. I just want to get on her speaking tour because she says if you get on Margaret Darrow's speaking tour, then your book that you write is going to be like a. You're okay. basically your career is made. Yeah, it's it's like being nice. in Oprah's book club. I get it. Yeah, right, so exactly. They used to happen exactly. on Oprah. I remember overhearing these people working in bookstores, but before she had the book club and they said okay now it was it was, it was people working in the bookstore okay this this author could be an oprah tomorrow now make sure we have all the books out because there's a rush for the books when they're on oprah and there was okay i'll try not to have too many side stories i like the side stories so, you do yeah, okay I like the side story. oh, okay okay i'll keep them coming yeah i like the side story <laughs> i'm easy it's like a slice of life yeah. It surely is. You could really, you know, learn a lot. Of, <laughs> learn a lot about me from listening to this. All right. Oh, so so the twenty-seven hour day was actually Lauren's show. Lauren's and show or talked. the other woman's show? 
No, Lauren. Lauren. Oh, so Lauren had a show too. Yes. The 27 hour day. And she was kind of like, what would you call it? Kurt? Like, well, the- it wasn't really a show as it was, as she would call it. It was a brand. So she just kind of like, she had a podcast and she, it looks like she, she, she kind of like, got her message out in many different mediums. Was she, she didn't have a TV like show. was she like self helpy? I'm sorry? Was she self helpy? Is this sort of like the female version of Tim Ferris? Yeah. Mm, no, she was like more but it was more like hands on. It was more like practical advice. And it was it was how to do things kind of quickly, like how to fold sheets oh, more quicker okay. so you have more oh, okay. so you have more time in the day. You know, Got life it. hacks. That's what she yeah. calls. She said, "Have I have a hack for this? I have a hack for that." Yeah, right. So, so, so then we then see a lodge. Right, we go to a lodge. Mm-hmm. Correct in Montana. Yeah. Yes, and the lodge, and, and they want to expand this lodge. And Ben is talking to um, his mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And Ben. And Wait, so his mom's alive? His mom is, but his but dad's not. I see dead people. <laughs> okay, checking. Okay. And then we cut back to we cut back to Lauren, and Lauren is all about you know. You, Lauren is like, even though we have twenty four hours in a day, you can have twenty seven. My but notes. My notes from the Montana part, it says, dad is dead. There is a dog. <laughs> like, like I'm a first grader learning how to write. <laughs> so, so she's interviewing with Barbara. Honestly, Kurt, that's a, that's a funnier clip to pull for you for the opening credits. Oh, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so she's interviewing with Barbara. So Lauren was bragging about how very busy she was, but Barbara was like looking at her funny, and Barbara's like, listen, girl, you need to get some work-life balance. And then Barbara's like, so Barbara's like, listen, I'm going to my summer house to rest and recharge. So when I come back from my summer house, we need to talk again, and I suggest during this time that you take a vacation yourself. And so that is how Lauren chose the ranch in Montana. But yes. it wasn't just a ranch. It was a special ranch. It was a ranch to recharge. That okay. should have been so, the name of this movie. It's a special so, ranch so, for special people. Right. So no technology, no phones, no internet, no nothing. Nope. Just people staring at each other. Yeah. Staring, staring at the wall. Staring at the wall. Doing lame activities. Was yeah, like there trivia? Trivia? Did they? I think oh, did, they did no. some kind of trivia. They did, no, they, they did they, some they, game. They, they didn't do. They didn't do that. Now they, they you, you'll see. I, I only ask because there's always trivia, and you know what a rant I will go on if they did trivia. Oh no, no, they didn't. 
I know. I'm a scholar of this movie. I'm a 27-hour day historian. <laughs> You're a 27-hour day rider die. Yep. yep. And Jason, clocks weren't even allowed at this place. Clocks weren't? Okay. Nope. Nope. Couldn't wear a watch. Nope. And then I wrote here, and then they, they take your phone and your computer, and I wrote here... Listen, I've watched way too many cult movies. This is not good. Oh yeah, that's a problem. Uh, yeah, no, and she and and so they have to take all her electronics, and so to show how like busy she is, she has like oh I only brought a, a, a couple things. She's got like everything. She's got like the laptop, the iPad, disc man, like everything. <laughs> disc man. <laughs> She's got that Mister Science. Wasn't it like a Mister Science calculator years ago? She's got one of those. <laughs> Right. A two uh, XL robot. Yep. yep. Teddy Ruxpin. Didn't Teddy Ruxpin yep. speak? Yeah. I, I, I've, I've referenced this before, but she's got the robot from Short Circuit. <laughs> 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 See, I feel guilty just like like throwing that in, and you know, I have to admit that I've used that before. <laughs> so, so now you know how they have like a B story. Mm-hmm. So, so the B story is that the vet found like a baby pig and so the the vet like saved the baby pig and mm-hmm. so the baby pig needed to stay on this ranch for like re- so he, he could help the baby pig okay that's some so beast. Then, that was some b story i was on the edge of my seat <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that's all, I mean, right? in the whole movie, this this B story. They should have made it interesting. The pig, they should have like an interspecies right relationship. There. They should have made it interesting. <laughs> that's true. I should have stopped there. <laughs> the pig was cute, though. It was, yeah. I like the pig. I kind of want that pig. But the thing is, a pig grows up and he's a big pig rolling in the mud. That's not practical for you know a household. Yeah. Well, it depends on where you live, I guess. You might live in a so then all these people show up. So then all these busy people show up. Like there's an interracial busy couple. Yeah. They're busy. There's a busy wedding planner. She's very busy. There's there's a busy older black man. He's mm-hmm. very that's, busy. That's Roger. Roger. That's Roger. To, yes. Roger wants to work. He does. He like yes. lost his job. He was like an investment investment banker, and the job his job ended. But he doesn't want to stop working do you think these people will all be in their own hallmark movies as the same characters uh they probably could well maybe i don't think the interracial couple maybe the guy was a little too dorky Uh, he's he's kind of supporting supporting character material yeah in the interracial couple well he probably he was probably rich because she was beautiful He's got some, he's, yeah, he's got some money, huh? Yeah, he's probably got money. He's got scratch. Because she was like, because she was like way too fabulous for this guy. Did Crypt yep. just say he so, got scratch? Oh, and so the big... Got scratch, yeah. <laughs> so, so Jason, you know how every Hallmark movie has a big event? Yeah. <laughs> well, so the, the, the event that they all needed to get ready for, which is going to happen in a week... Is Honeyfest. Does that have to do yeah. with like uh, like bees kind of honey? It's a bee story. Or or yeah, is it a bunch of people that are really like into a, the Mariah Carey album Honey? 
Wh- whose album? Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Like a farmer's market. Okay, <laughs> got it. I love that video, the honey video. Honey, Yes, I love that video. That was your reenactment of the video? That was Les's Mariah Carey yeah. impression. Because <laughs> it feels like honey. Man. I saw that video the other day. I just remember seeing, I just saw parts of that movie, Glitter. I don't mean to you know, kick someone down during glitter, but yeah, you know, it would just, they would just have these reaction shots of her. It was just so bad. <laughs> Poor Brian Carey. I remember, okay. So I remember when glitter first came out and this is, this is back when, when I drank and did other things. And so on a bet, my friend and I decide, my friend Mark and I decided to get really, really just uber, 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 super stoned and go watch glitter. Okay. And I enjoyed it because I laughed. So you saw it in the theater because I don't know if you remember, like looking back in context, part of the reason why the movie bombed so hard wasn't because it wasn't a great movie, although it wasn't. Uh, wasn't because it wasn't that compelling, although it wasn't. It it came out either the week of or just after 9-11. Right. Yeah. That was another yeah. reason why I got uber, uber, super, super. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a movie called South Central, which I like. Some people don't. And the guy who was the lead in South Central was in Glitter. And, like, he was playing one of the main roles. Oh, and Max something, something? He's, yeah, he was. I really like this movie, South Central. But you ever heard from this guy again? Like, Glitter, like, ruined this guy. Oh, well. Well, if he's listening, I love South Central. Okay. So back in the day. All right. So, so now, Jason, you'll appreciate this. So even though they took everything away from them and they gave them journals to write in, that was the only thing they were allowed to do. Ugh. Like, they could read or they could <laughs> journal. Okay. But she had a podcast, and so the woman of the house was like, well, since you have a podcast... I'll give you this old-fashioned recorder so that you can record for your podcast. This movie sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole concept of the the uh, retreat where you know you're turning in all your electronics, blah blah blah. Okay, I think it's dumb, but I get it. But if that's gonna be the hook of a retreat, then it should apply to all versions of that. You should be completely disconnected. And then as as a plot for a movie, we're just gonna watch a bunch of people sitting around journaling and reading. That's so boring to watch. Well, they went to a campfire. They, they, they had activities, so like they went to a campfire and then after the woman like snuck her the the old fashioned tape recorder so that she could tape for her podcast. What was it like a reel to reel? Like what was this thing? Uh, <laughs> no, she had like a Walkman. That's your yeah. oh, like a yeah, tiny. Yeah, oh, what, what you say? I I thought you meant like the like the early days of radio where they would yeah, get together real, real. and like you know yeah. back in the day you would never pre recorded song. You'd have the actual orchestra there playing and you'd have someone <laughs> like foleying the yeah. sound effects live for the radio play. Yeah, we're gonna record our, our, our <laughs> we're gonna record our podcast on a CB radio. Yeah, let's 
truck drivers right. will listen. To. By the way, I got it wrong. Uh, I, I, I was Glenn Plummer's the actor, and he wasn't in Glitter. He was Showgirls. I mixed up Showgirls oh. with Glitter. Okay. Oh, even worse. I mixed up those two movies. I knew I was getting something wrong. All right. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do. But if you're doing it at the Cheetah, that ain't dancing. Is Glenn this the, is ER that the character? This is years. dancing ain't fucking or fucking ain't ER. dancing. <laughs> what was it? What's the quote? What's this for? Showgirls. We've talked about showgirls before, I think. I don't know that we yeah, have. How about when, what's your name? Uh, who is that? That woman I like. I think Gina Gershon. Yeah. Gina Love Gershon. her. She's That's great. kind of woman right there. She's the only what person kind of in the movie in? that seems to know what the movie that she's in. Like she's the only person that that sort of gets that like, yeah, we're doing camp and it's okay. Like, you know, you guys are taking it all a little too seriously. I like her. I like that since she's like, I love dog food. I love eating dog food. (laughs) That just makes her hotter. Oh, that's right. When she asked, that's right. She's like, I love eating dog food. (laughs) Brown rice and vegetables tasting like dog food. (laughs) That's hot. That's really messed up. So, so, <laughs> how do we get okay, a? Okay. we get a showgirl? So get this, Jason. Showgirls. Well, I I, I, love it. I, I, miss, I mix up glitter with showgirls. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. I said Glenn, but I love that we're talking about yeah, Glenn Plummer. Is, he was also on ER for years, so he's he's done fine for himself. Okay. But 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 I love that we're talking about a Hallmark movie, and then we segue into showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twenty-seven hour day. We have plenty of time. All right. Uh, oh, okay. So so the guy's name was Jack. Mm. So their meet cute. One of their meet cutes. Was he was trying to change a light bulb, but he couldn't reach it, and so she told him to put duct tape on a stick or something. Yeah. To help him, like, to help him reach a light bulb, and it worked. So then he was like in love because she gave him a light hat. So she's yeah. basically Heloise. Remember hints from Heloise? Yeah. 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 Exactly. So yeah. okay, I we should sue her. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the wedding the wedding planner girl admired her because she said, "I listen to your podcast and I love I love that you are an expert and how to get stains out of things." Oh yeah, that was weird. She goes, "I'm an expert at stains." Like, dude, that sounds dirty. That could yeah. be a line from Showgirls. I'd like if Jean. Julia Gershon said that I'm an expert at that. Oh, that's so hot. I, I was I have to calm down right now. <laughs> I really do. I'm not joking. All right. So then they went they went berry picking. They went, okay. They went they went berry picking, and Lauren got in trouble for picking too many berries because she was an overachiever. So they're like, you need to calm down. They spanked her. <laughs> I am not. I, I may have even talked about this on the show in the context of apple picking, but the uh, the places where you like go pick your own <laughs> berries or apples or whatever—it's an orchard and like, isn't it romantic? It's like, no, no. you're. I'm paying you to be a farmer. How is this fun? I, I did that with my ex girlfriend. We went out, went out and picked. I guess it's blueberries or blackberries, something like that. And then we you know, we go to pay for it. Shit was expensive. I was like, "Are you kidding?" You got a van? You got a van? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was with Zan, yeah. yeah. I, I am not a super bougie person <laughs> when I'm dating somebody. I don't need extravagant things. But if uh, someone I was dating ever in a million years suggested, let's go apple picking or berry picking, I would end it immediately. Oh, did, oh no, that's called a divorce. <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> I don't think we didn't end things over that. But I don't think it helped. Jeez, I hope she's not listening. No. Hi, Zan. We're still friends. Oh. Okay. So then, how did she end up in the robo? Um, I don't know. She just kind of started riding around it. And then she dropped an oar, like her paddle. You only get one paddle on the thing. And the yeah. paddle's floating around. I don't know why it was so hard for her to like get over. You just like put your hands in the water and you can kind of, you know, get yourself over there. But she couldn't do it. So uh, Jack started to. He, he ended up on the scene and he like floated by and uh, grabbed her oar. But before that, she's like talking to herself. Like she can't stop podcasting in some way. So she was right. like floating around and she's just like talking to herself. And here I am uh, floating around in the water and now I'm going to read my book she was reading some book on like the influential women or something like that can you imagine yes. if, if if in our day-to-day lives we were such d-bags that would like we just went up to our friends as if we were like recording for this podcast and like narrating our day we would be such assholes i know that's what she was doing she can't stop can't stop once that's what she's doing yeah. <laughs> and so I've, and so then, I, I've revealed too much on this podcast. I gotta, I gotta simmer down. Not at all, Mary Hart. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Ten thousand downloads. And, and so, um, so, so then they were, well, so then they were asking questions around the table, and it was like, if you had time, what would you do? And she said she would spend time with her mother, but someone else said they would spend time knitting. Rod, Roger was like, doing like an know, archaeology tour of like a back alley he's ever been to before. Yes. <laughs> right. You're the crack addicts. <laughs> <laughs> Nestled amongst the walls. Um, yeah, they were all gonna. They're they gonna do that. Did, are we? Did, oh, go ahead. A picture for you. Uh, yeah, Jason? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just good. trying to feel. Like, are they? Did. I'm guessing that it's Hallmark that uh, everyone got along. There was no, like, Because I think in the real world, if you put all these, like, different big personalities and seemingly tightly wound personalities together and then took away their normal means of communication, I would think it would be tense just by design. Uh, They're pretty mellow, though, for the most part. I would get along with with this group. Nobody was was combative or anything. That's what I'm saying. Is it real dinner? Because that was well, that was a rule. Like they all had to have. You could have other meals during the day, but as a group, they had to meet for dinner to talk okay. to each other. How did the food look, Kurt? I didn't get a good look at it. There were, there was a dessert later on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had. <laughs> see here I go again. I had ice, I, I had ice cream uh, tonight. I didn't I didn't want anyone to see me in the kitchen because I didn't want to get else any ice cream. I just don't want I just just want to get make myself some ice cream. So I had the lights off, and I hear my parents. I hear my, my parents say, "Is that Kurt? Is that Kurt? He's in the dark. He's in the dark." I'm like I, I turn the lights. Here I am. Like like it's showtime. 
<laughs> I just wanted to be left alone. Oh God, they're probably listening. They can hear me say this. <laughs> okay, I'm back. So then Jack walks up to Lauren and he's like, hey, <laughs> you want to go lay on a hammock? And that's what they did. They went and laid on hammocks and looked at the sky. Yeah, there was a shooting and star. Right? And, and then someone was playing with a pig. Yeah. They were playing with a pig. Where are we here? Let me, let me find my, see where I am in, in my notes here campfire oh i wanted to, there's a movie with nicholas cage called pig where somebody steals his pig isn't that a new one coming out yeah yeah, yeah. i think it, it didn't come out yet it's called pig <laughs> someone steals his pig and he's got to get revenge and they say it's good revenge can they steal his pig no they stole his pig he's got to get his pig back so it sounds like um uh what's the one with keanu reeves um, John, Wick. John Wick. John Wick. It's like John Wick. Because isn't the whole uh, plot of John Wick is that like somebody murdered his dog, and so now he's like out for vengeance. I was an extra in John Wick. The, the, oh, the first one. And my car, my my old car, was in in the movie. I never saw the movie, but we were there. Okay. Let's watch John Wick next week. Oh. Okay. So 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 they Listen. realized that they. They realized that they had a lot in common because they loaded the dishwasher the same way. And that was the topic of conversation on the hammock, is how they loaded the dishwasher. That's hot. Some people think that's hot. I think Gina Gershon being expert on stains is hot. (laughs) I don't think that sounds the way you think it sounds, Kurt. Well, it's getting less hot the more I hear myself say it. Oh, then he told her about his dead dad. I see dead mm-hmm. people. And there's a dog. And then he <laughs> took a, a page out of Kurt Fitzpatrick's book. Because oh he invited her in the kitchen <laughs> to go to his secret, his secret stash of ice cream. Oh, oh Kurt. Right. With, all the, with all the lights out? Trying to time to myself. But he says his ice cream was was your ice cream Huckleberry ice cream. His I've ice never, cream was Huckleberry. I've never even heard of Huckleberry ice cream. That's got to be a Montana thing or something. Very niche. It sounds gross. The only time I've been and, through Montana, I drove through Montana one time. And it was smoky. Did the Smoky Mountains go and, through Montana? I think there was a fire those somewhere. Those were Tennessee. What? No, no, it was smoky. Oh, okay. It was like there was a fire or something. So I was like driving through smoke and stuff. It wasn't. And you know what's in the Smoky Mountains? Dollywood. Oh. Yep. Where's that? Because I was near there one time. Where's Dollywood? Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. That's right. I drove through there, I'm sure. We're going to have to All watch right, so the, new, the new Dollywood oh, movie by this the way, year. Jack? Dolly Museum. Jack is getting ready. I heard what? something about a Dolly Museum. I I said we're gonna have to watch the new Dolly uh, Dollywood movie this year. Oh, I thought you said museum. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> is there gonna be a new Christmas one? There is. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show. Nina Nina Wyman's writing it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
You know I love a Dolly movie. So, Jason, we forgot to mention to you that they were refurbishing the, the, the place, so Jack had to give a presentation. Oh, that's right. They wanted an expansion. Apparently, his his dad, who has pre, who is was was previously alive, but is no dad, longer alive. I see dead <laughs> he was previously alive. Um, he had a dream of expanding this inn, and it didn't happen. So now okay. they're 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 working on this, but but now they lost some. You know, the, the money situation is a little 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 unstable. Mm-hmm. So he has to go convince these investors. Right, and, they, and he's got like a scale model, like in Back to the Future, or like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, a scale model the entire mall. And he's got like a scale model of the um, uh, the inn, and mm-hmm. the little piglet uh, like jumps on it and just destroys it all. So we got <laughs> really? it. Yeah, the yes. piglet kills it. Tayo a piglet. Um, so yeah. guess who hel- So guess who had to help him fix it? That Lauren, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we skipping yeah. around? I'm not sure. I lost. No, no, no. Because okay, then, uh, okay. The only thing that we skipped is when Lauren was telling the wedding planner lady about Barbara and how she had to do this so that she could go on tour with Barbara. Okay. That's when they were picking the berries, I think. And then they drank wine made out of the berries. Because okay. after she... After she helped him fix this, the model, he was like, hey, do you want to, you know, as a thank you, let's go get some of this wine I made. Are they on a commune and they don't know it? Probably. Um, it, well, isn't there sex going on on a commune, though? I mean, I'd, I'd like to think so. Serious things. There's sometimes, yeah, sometimes there are sex communes. Some people start oh. a com. They start a cult just so they can get laid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So while they were having the wine, this is the part of the movie which is a hallmark trope. With when the guy basically gives you the background of how he ended up being a loser living with his mother again. Mm-hmm. Great. So this time, his story. <laughs> Thanks, <buddy. laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. All right, let's I, move on. I didn't mean it like that. There, <laughs> there is a centering of that know, narrative right, in right, Hallmark right. movies, though. Everybody relax. <laughs> you have a career. I know. All right, all right, all right. It's enough. No, you have to pump me up. <laughs> this guy basically said, "Oh God." Because he said that he was going to be a vet, he's going to be a veterinarian, and then he like chickened out and moved back to the farm. Yeah. Well, his dad was ill, and so he went to like help out, help yeah. out the family. So, yeah. so, so then at this point, Lauren says to to Jack as they're talking over wine, "I'm getting to know myself again." Ugh. So then, that could be a scary thing. We have a photo shoot, but not for Lauren, not for Jack, not for anyone in the camp. The photo shoot is for the pig. I, I kind of knew yeah. you were going to say that. Was yeah. it was it well, a photo montage, Les? It's a foster pig. 
It was kind of, yeah, it is a foster pig, and it was kind of a pig montage. Yes, it was actually. Okay, pig montage. Great name for a band, by the way, if anyone needs one. I don't remember the pig. I must have blocked that out. So then Jack does the pitch meeting, and and basically at the end of the pitch meeting, it was don't call us, we'll call you. And then we see Jack and Lauren, and they're making brownies. (laughs) And then, actually, everybody's making brownies, and everyone's in the kitchen cooking, and they're laughing, and ah! And then all of a sudden, they decide to go and play horseshoes. Well, before that, we should mention that Jack is meticulously coring tomatoes. Like, Jack says, I'm going to help with the cooking. So everybody's in there as a community in the kitchen, and Jack is, like, very meticulously coring these these. These, these tomatoes. And she, tomato core, shames him. You know, she, like, mocks him yes. for, like, taking too slow with the tomatoes. Which, uh, which by the way, it's, tomatoes aren't too hard to cut into. You should be able to get that job done pretty quickly. But we don't know it's in the soil there. Oh, right. Come on. I can see if it's an avocado. Those things are, those things are tricky. And isn't this, this is Jack's Lodge, right? <laughs> Jack? Yeah. yeah. So... Well, so what? Like Jack isn't used to hard labor because he has all the people staying there do all the berry picking and stuff. So he's probably not used to having to like core his own tomatoes. No, Jack's hands on. He was because he was talking about he had to go fix the toilet or something like that. So he's he's working there. They're they're uh, yeah. they're they're not highly staffed there. So he's got to well, do yeah, a lot of stuff. Of course they're not because they've got slave labor that's paying to be there. <laughs> right. Oh, so then after, so they're cooking, right? And the, they put the brownies in the oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all get together. And then they, they decide, they decide to go play horseshoes. So they're all playing horseshoes, and they're all getting along, and they're all laughing. Oh, 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 oh. But then all of a sudden, we hear a fire alarm, <clears throat> and they all run inside because the brownies were burning. Wouldn't that, uh, wouldn't the smoke alarm be considered uh, a modern piece of technology that they should have uh, rid themselves of? You would think. And the oven is a piece of modern technology. Yeah. They should just, they should just breathe warmly on that brownie mix. Yeah, or just put it in the sun. Bread. Put it in the sun on a really warm day and like set yeah. up some reflectors. Yeah, put it on the black asphalt. Just pour it on. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> brownie. <laughs> How do you burn a brownie? I mean, a brownie. Is there anything easier to make? Maybe an egg? I mean, come on. Kurt, were you like, were you like appalled when the brownies were burning? <sighs> no, because brownies were you are like disgusted. Brownies. I like, I like a good brownie, but it's just too easy. But you could absolutely burn oh. a brownie though, because of the sugar. And it, it, that's what actually when brownies taste really good is when they're really hardened on the sides. If you've ever had yeah, those yeah. brownie thins at the grocery store, they're so good. I think I'm considering the work ethic and the craft of a dessert as well. And I just find a brownie <laughs> to be, you could take a brownie mix and make a good brownie, but you take like a cake mix. Well, that's not a good cake. You really got to put the work into making a good cake. So if it was a cake (laughs) that got ruined, like if there was like a three-layer cake that got ruined, I would have been very upset. But a brownie, it's like, come on. You you got 20 more minutes, you could have another brownie exactly the same. Well, so what did you think about this, Kurt, since you were a dessert aficionado? Since they burned the brownies, Lauren was like, well, they – 
use one of my hacks. And so then Lauren made chocolate and peanut butter pudding. Well, I did think I would, I would try that. I've never had something. I never had that before. It might be good. I do like pudding. It interests me. Frankly, I like pudding more than I like brownies. I, I, I was, I would try that over the brownies. Yeah. That that would be something. Yeah. Unpopular. I think I, I think I, I think I'm interested in that. I've, it's perked my interest. What is your favorite kind of dessert, Kurt? Cake. Just cake. Um, well, I love cake. I love like a good like American. I don't know call it American, but like a like an American. What you what you call like an American bakery where it has like a three layer mm-hmm. uh, vanilla cake with like I guess is buttercream icing, like mm-hmm. sweet icing. Mm-hmm. And I so I love that. I also love a good banana pudding. That's fantastic. Oh. Yeah. I like a uh, a yellow cake or a vanilla cake. I'm not uh, – unpopular opinion, I don't like chocolate cake. But I like a vanilla cake. I don't really either. With a whipped cream icing but mm-hmm. a, a buttercream filling and any any uh, piping on the icing to, to be buttercream. I like the mix. Like buttercream when it's cold is so oh, good. Yeah. That is good. I like a good lemon meringue pie too. I love lemon meringue pie, but there are, but there's a range. There's a, there's a range of lemon meringue pies. You get a really good one. Yeah. Mm. And I like just a pie, like a good, like a strawberry cream pie. Any, any, any kind of, any of the cream pies. I'm a fan. I like a blueberry pie or a cheesecake. Mm. Cheesecake's got a wide range. There are some fantastic ones and there's some that are lousy. Yep. Oh. Whereas a brownie, um, brownie has more of a narrow range. The yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 kind of hard to f it up. Yeah, but I don't like a brownie with walnuts in it. That's what I don't like. Okay. How about yeah. pecan? Any kind of nuts? No, I don't like I don't like nuts and desserts. Oh, I don't either. No. I and, and I don't particularly well raisins. It depends. I don't like raisins in rice pudding. I hate that. I don't like rice pudding in general. I don't like red velvet cake. Yeah, A same. good rice pudding. If you get rice pudding at the okay, where is it? The Waverly Diner in New York City is they have great rice pudding. The Waverly Diner. It's, it's the best. It's like the the best rice pudding I've ever had. And that was oh. dessert talk. Right. That's right. Brought to you by <laughs> Blue Apron. So, <laughs> it's a podcast within a podcast. So, so then the pig ends up back at the vet. And so. How would you Jason, cook that pig, Kurt? Hmm? How would you cook movies, that pig? I'd like a good pig. This is one of those movies where, like, Tony the Park. person that owns the business is, like, passively, aggressively hinting to Jack, like, you know, we need help at this vet. And the vet's been doing this the entire movie. Like, you know, you would have been a great vet if you would have finished school. So, uh, oh, so Jack, we find out that Jack's like real trajectory was he wanted to be a veterinarian. Yes, got it. Yeah, okay. these people are like, you know, we, we need a new vet. I would have said, listen, fuck. Wink, wink. <laughs> I want five, <laughs> half a million dollars a year to be a vet. <laughs> if you That's need me so big. bad. Scratch up the scratch, you 
I love yeah. I love oh, how yeah. like angry and aggressive it got, Kurt. <laughs> like Yeah, no, that's yeah. my negotiation. If, if you want me to care for these fucking animals. <laughs> well, I mean think about it. It was like in farm country where you can have to He's gonna have to stick his hand in like cow's butts and stuff. He's gonna have to put his hand in a cat's butt and pull out a kittens. You gotta make like you gotta pay me about a half million. Nah, I might do that for free. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wash my hands afterwards though. See, I've revealed too much. I would open a commune where the people come, they pay me <laughs> so that they can pull cats out of cats' butts. Well, I can't run for office now after this particular episode. But this, but this pig oh. reminds me of uh, Pulp Fiction, where Samuel Jackson says, "Don't eat pig. Pig's a filthy animal." And what about dog? Would you eat dog? Don't eat dog neither. <laughs> anyway, I, I, don't, I don't remember the words. So, Kurt, why do they go camping? Uh, it's part of the act. It's part of the activities that that, that you know they, they have planned but what's interesting is that jack usually doesn't go camping so his sister i don't know if you ever mentioned his sister his sister is there and she's uh you know she she believes that jack should have a relationship because jack is averse to dating and so she's kind of like oh maybe he maybe jack's here because he's got got the house for lauren okay so but then the sister brings that to jack and jack and this has been a theme in hallmark movies lately because jack goes but she lives in New York and the sister's like, well, have you ever thought about dating long distance? Mm. That has been like a theme for the past year in these movies. Don't yeah. you think Jason? Uh, yeah. That makes sense though. Given the pandemic, it certainly <clears throat> forced people to rethink the way they go about relationships. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. So, that makes sense. So, or or yeah, it's so a, a junior executive at Hallmark that is going through it, and all of his or her notes are like, uh, you know, I want to see more uh, long-distance relationships. I don't feel like that's been explored enough. Yeah, we, How do we you maneuver this? Look, look like a valid option. Asking for a friend. <laughs> so, so, Jason, this next part was very scandalous for a Hallmark movie. Why is that? Because... They're looking at the stars. They're they, they're in the they're in the tent. Everybody else had gone to sleep. They're, Jack and Lauren are looking at the stars, right. and they actually kiss each other, like full on kiss each other. Oh, they did, before yeah. the end. Of- That's hot. Wow. Yeah, I, and I expected an interruption. I thought then before they kiss, if they're going to interrupt like they usually do. No, no, they were going at it. And then they had a sing along before that too, where Roger could sing. He was singing um, yeah. uh, uh, Dock on the Bay. Sitting by, sitting on the dock in the bay. Dock on the bay. Yeah. Okay, so meanwhile, <laughs> back at the ranch, the construction needs to happen, and they don't have any money, so they need a loan. And Yeah, yeah. He, he lost it. He lost the loan. And then he lies to his mother. Oh. <gasps> That's like one of the commandments. This is a scandalous Hallmark movie. Yes. Lie, he lies lying to his to mother. Is that what we should do, Hallmark? Should we be lying to our mothers? Is that what we should do? What well, was the lie? Well, you know what they were saying? <laughs> what? You know what they were saying? Kissing before the end of the movie leads to lying. Yeah. Oh. And unsavory behavior. Oh. I'm an expert on stains. So, so then, <laughs> this is the part that we've all been waiting for. Yes. 
It's time for Honeyfest. So Honeyfest is happening. Describe <laughs> Honeyfest to me. Like, what do you see around Honeyfest? It looked like a farmer's market. A bunch of people around. <laughs> it's outside. Yes, you so there's booths. They're selling of honey. There's extras. There's a yeah. stage. Uh, Jack gets up on the stage. He starts. He tells everybody, "Look, here's my pig." But somebody adapt the pig. Uh, then everybody starts dancing. You know, like there's like slow dancing going on. It's an event. It's something to do. Okay. And then guess who shows up? Guess who just shows up at Honeyfest? Guess Gloria Stefan. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara. Oh. Barbara, and it turns out that Barbara had the barn next door. And so, <laughs> yeah, then, next door. Okay. And, and so then Jack was like, oh, I just thought she was like the nice lady who lived next door. I didn't realize that she was basically like Hallmark's version of Oprah. Oh, he didn't know? Well, they didn't. don't have TVs just, and stuff there, right? He said like she was the he thought she was like the rich lady who lived next door who would always come and buy out their honey. Oh, but that makes sense though because Jack was detached and you know, they didn't have cell phone service or TV or anything. So it was like for him it was, it? it was like living in a cave. But who doesn't know who Oprah is? It is it, it is a bit insane. Like even if Jack wasn't watching TV or whatever, if she's been living there for a while, wouldn't the other visitors to this ranch be like, "Oh my god, that's this super famous person?" Yeah. Yeah. So so then so Barbara was like, "Hey Lauren, let's talk." And then, you know, by the end of the conversation, Laura, uh, Barbara, before she leaves, is like, okay, Lauren, give me a call, and we'll talk about the tour, which means Lauren got it. Opportunity next. And so, um, <clears throat> so then they're talking, Lauren and Jack, and then Lauren is like, well, Jack, why don't you go back to vet school? And he says, I'm closer to 40 than 20. It's too late. Oh, and then he says, he really gets it in, in there. He says, uh, I can't just write a blog post about it. And then there's like a zoom in on this Lauren, like a, a, a horror. <laughs> that is kind of a harsh thing to say to her, though. Like yeah. having not seen this movie just based on what you've told me, that sounds harsh. He says it. And. In general, people do it. You, you gotta watch what you say sometimes. You don't want to say something that you can't take back. And I've right. seen this kind of thing happen. But yeah, yeah, it's like it comes when as soon as it's out of his mouth, he's like, "Well, <laughs> he already regrets that he said it." Yeah. Yeah. And the mom and the, and the dog walk out and mm -hmm. interrupt the situation. And then so. the next day, they're leaving. And, I, and let's not forget another interracial relationship that starts happening in the movie. Roger starts the hooking up Roger. with Jack's mom. What? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's Roger, right. Roger is getting it in. <laughs> he is. Well, Roger wants this, to Jason. <laughs> the next day. Wait, who is Roger again? Roger is the black the gentleman black who okay. he. He's yeah, he's an older yeah, he's an older guy, and he's there. He's the guy who wants to do the archaeology tour if, if he if he could do anything. Oh, he was he the investment banker guy. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's Roger. Okay. Well, and get this. Get this. They're all saying their goodbyes, and then Roger's like, oh, no, I'm staying. <laughs> Roger stayed. This, this, uh, have you guys been watching White Lotus on uh, HBO? No. I'm watching it now. Okay. This sounds like a sexless White Lotus. <laughs> I see that. Is um, Jennifer Coolidge in that? Is that yeah, right? she's great in it, too. I mean, the whole sh- – it, it's – it's uh, there's parts of it that are very uncomfortable to watch, but it's really well done, and the cast is amazing. Okay. Yeah, I, when I have the time to watch stuff, I like to see that. I like her. Okay. So, so they're saying their goodbyes. Roger's like, uh, "I'm staying, people," <laughs> and then, and then Jack apologizes to Lauren, mm-hmm. and then the pig gets adopted too. An awkward hug. And then the pig gets adopted too. I was more excited that the pig found a home. Yeah, that's good. They didn't name the pig because they thought they would get too attached to the pig. Okay, so this is the part that made me mad. Okay. So, so then, like the mom, you know, says something to Jack too. Then we go back to New York. Lauren calls Barbara, and this is what made me mad. Lauren calls Barbara and says, well, "You know." I've learned what's important in life and turns the tour down. Barbara offered her the tour and she said, I was like, you can't. Yeah. Because she wants her life to be like calm or what, but she could calm their life in other ways. Take opportunity. Right. That is kind of dumb to turn that down. Then she goes to visit her mom and she thanks her mom for being her mom. That was her thing. I remember that was her thing when they said, if there's anything you could do, she said, I'd like to spend time with my mom and sit on the porch and bullshit. And that's what they did. So then, and then, so then Laura is like, so they changed the show to make it more relaxed and her numbers went up on her show. Well, her, her, what the podcast or whatever. Like, yeah. She podcasts. Her podcast numbers went up and then, but she's in New York and guess who shows up in New York? Jack. Jack. Mm-hmm. And Jack has decided to go back to vet school. But yeah. she's in the city, and he's in Cornell. He got, he got into Cornell. So they're it's going to be an hour yeah. flight. Okay. So they're going to see each other on the weekends. Okay. At least they made that somewhat so, realistic, because I was about to get really upset of, like, oh, yes, in New York City, long known for their veterinary schools. I'm sure there's but one or two. The farm, the farm isn't left alone because who's gonna? Because so Lauren's like, well, who's gonna take care of? Who's gonna help your mom? And Jack goes, oh, Roger is. So Roger took Jack's. So Roger's yeah. running shit. Ro- Roger's, Roger's, Roger's taking care in. of the mom. <laughs> Roger's in every, in every crevice over there. Yeah, <laughs> tell you. Well, good for Roger. Mom, I actually kind of like Roger. I, I didn't know that Roger had a farming background, but Mom said that he knows how to plow. <laughs> Damn. Right. Roger wants to work. And he's working all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Roger needs his own movie. I'm there for it. Right. I wouldn't watch it. it. I wouldn't watch it because I'm too busy, but other people would. Well, you know they're going to have the sequel the 29-hour day. <laughs> oh, that was man. it. That's it, man. That's it. 
<laughs> that sounded more like a, a premise of a, of a TV series than it did for uh, an arc in a movie. Uh, oh, where's it going to go as a TV show? Well, because well, you can like you, you could explore these characters. You mean like Fantasy Island? Because you know that Fantasy Island is back, right? Mm-hmm. And then every week you have a different group of um, of campers come in, and you mm-hmm. take their technology, and then hijinks ensue. For now, well, I think the gang would have to be if be like Gilligan's Island. This group of people would have to get stranded on an island together. Maybe that would that might work. Well, they all chose to go to the island, didn't they? Or wherever they are? Yeah, they're in Montana somewhere. Yeah, they're, they're not like stranded there. They all go on another trip together, like a boat trip. And it's a three-hour tour. They end up on an yeah. island, and there you go. You, got, you have a premise for a little while. It's not original, though. Just as long as Ginger's there. Tina Louise. So, right. So that, so that was it, Jason. You didn't miss much. Yeah. I hope, mm. I hope he painted a picture for you. Oh, yeah. Tale. Honeyfest. The ancient form of storytelling. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. We all sit around well, the campfire least- and talk about the 27-year-old hour. The 27-hour 20, day. That's what it's called. 27-year-old hour. <laughs> but had we not had that conversation, I wouldn't have learned that your favorite dessert of all desserts <clears throat> is cake. Yes, a vanilla cake. We knew this. I knew Kurt loved cake. I'm not. I'm I'm fully aware that Kurt loved cake. I didn't know that of all of the desserts, that cake was the number one. I'll tell you something else too. I like Magnolia Bakery cake. I like Magnolia uh, cupcakes. The problem is, this is this is a real compromise when I eat these things because the cake is dry, Magnolia, but the icing is so good. That it, it actually kind of makes up for the dry cake. Anyway, cake that's my you know what we're going to do, Kurt? your cake. Come, if you ever yeah. come to L.A., I'll Jake and I are going to take you to the Abbey at night, and you're going to eat cake. I'm not I getting will. caught near a camera doing that again. <laughs> no, he's not going to do it. I'll do it, though. Their cakes are good, though. good cake. They do have good cakes. I just wouldn't eat it there. Oh, yeah. I could pack mine up and take it home. <laughs> yeah. well, we know. We know what's happening. They know it's in that bag that you're carrying exactly. <laughs> True. Anyway, <laughs> at least next week's a Lifetime movie. Oh, that's fun. Woohoo! Something, I'm in the mood for something gory. Okay. Something, something gory and just something bonkers. Okay. I definitely want some bonkers. With a lot of of killing and maybe Eric Roberts. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, I like it. That reminds me, go back to the chiropractor next week. I'm hoping to run into him again. Oh, yes. Let's hope. I just watched. Yeah, I'm hoping. I just watched this movie from 1989. It's called Communion. And Christopher Walken is the lead. And it's like he gets abducted by aliens. It's a, it's a movie where uh, apparently the book was very successful but then they made a movie and like he has like a period where he doesn't know what happened and he, he, he gets hyp- hypnosis and here he's get these aliens give him an, an, an anal probe 
and it's played yeah. it's played like completely straight. Like he's like, yeah, they pull out the probe and they <laughs> they give Christopher Walken an anal anal probe. Wow. Well, I mean, it's intense. You know. The movies I, I actually kind of like it. He's kind of goofy in the movie, and I don't know. I don't know if I'd recommend it though. But now, was this before he was Christopher Walken? Christopher Walken. Well, it's young, younger, so it's Dead Zone era Christopher Walken. Yeah. But he had already been nominated for an Oscar by that point, right? I think he won an Oscar. Yeah, for uh, for a uh, deer hunter. hunter. Yeah. yeah, that was like ten years before this, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 But I think he's better known as like the older Christopher Walken, you know, for, I don't know. He's just been around for a while. But there aren't a lot of movies where he plays the lead. And this one, he was the lead. Right. But he's not known for this one. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of me, (laughs) you can find me on uh, Instagram at Kirk. Kirkendall, or where else? Um, Are you still in Clue Live? Oh, yes. I'm in Clue Live um, for two more weeks. So if you want to come and see Clue Live, you have until August 29th. We're ending a little earlier than we thought. Not our fault. Actually, ticket sales were going very well. But with... Things going the way that they're going for safety issues, they're closing us early. Womp, womp. So if you want to see it, you have until August 29th. Where can one buy tickets, Les? You can buy tickets. Just uh, You can Google Clue Live, and there's a, web, there's a website called Fever Up, and you can buy tickets there. Okay, awesome. And, oh, Jason. Hi. Uh, so you can find all of us on Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. You can find my, uh, me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. Kurt? If you want to see what I'm doing, you can peer through my window and see me writing in my journal. If I'm lucky, I'm getting to that. But I'm not up to anything except for this. But you could check out, if you're in Edmonton, check out the Edmonton Fringe Festival. If you're in Indianapolis, check out the Indie Fringe. So that, that's probably still going on at press time. And that's yes. it. I'm not there, and none of us are there, but other people are there. And last but not least, I almost forgot, I have another podcast called The Reality Reading Rainbow, where I talk about books written by reality stars. Uh, I have a new co-host, Victoria Wood, and oh. we are reading the book Pretty Powerful by Ebony K. Williams, the first black real housewife of New York. So check it out. All right. And I think that's it. All right. So Yeah, we've covered it. We've covered it. This like I said, this movie felt like it was twenty seven hours long. So well, until next week. time. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.